All right. Well, what's going on, everybody? This is Austin Smith and Bria Smith. Bria Smith, and welcome to the official first episode of the Growing in Love podcast. That's when they do the little, Listen, you know, the applause and we everything. We just want to thank God. We okay? just want to thank God. First, giving honor to God. Y'all know the how head of my the life. celebrities go up and they thank God, and ain't nothing about their songs is godly. Hey, you, you starting <laughs> off in the intro like this? They don't even know you. I'm sorry. See, that's what's wrong. They, the, the church is judgmental. <laughs> just judgmental. Well, listen, listen. What God? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> well, listen, we are excited to start this podcast officially. Um, I'm very excited. This is the first episode, and I think a lot of times in the world, whenever you um, are doing anything, context is everything, right? Context. You need context. You walk into a conversation without context, you have chaos. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we just want to give context essentially to like, what is this podcast about? You know, everybody has a podcast now, but what's going to make ours different? Um, I think first is making it different is us. Yeah. Uh, just us just being us. We're not trying to be anyone else, but just us. Yeah. And you're probably like, well, who are you guys? Right. So we're going to talk about that in this in this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, you know, just with growing in love. You want to kind of give just like some context to like what does growing in love mean? I have it on my, I actually have it tattooed on my arm. But yeah. like, like what does it mean? Like why growing yeah. in love? So growing in love is pretty much has been the theme of our marriage since we got married seven years ago. And it just means that you're in a continuous process of growing. Um, and we don't want it to just be a relationship type podcast, but growing in every aspect. So growing in your health, growing in your relationship with God, growing in finances, growing in your marriage, um, growing your family. OK, we have two kids, two so. of them, two of them boys. <laughs> so, yeah, just growth. Mm-hmm. I think I just love the concept of growing, but growing in a healthy way. So that's what we want to do. We want to help people grow. We're going to be growing throughout this podcast and hopefully you'll be able to see the growth in, within us as well. But, yeah, we just want to grow with you guys. We're inviting you guys in into our lives, the parts that we're going to show you, of course. Um, but, yeah, we just want to invite everyone just to grow with us. Yeah. Every aspect. Yeah, growing in every aspect, holistic growth. And um, one part of our podcast, mm-hmm. this is going to be something that we do every podcast episode until we decide to switch it up. But I think we, we're going to stick it out and, and keep it a part of the rhythm. Yeah. Starting off with this question um, that you can even think about as you watch every episode, but we're going to ask ourselves. Well, I'm going to ask you, okay, and you can ask me. Okay. But what are you growing through this week? Keyword, not going okay. through. Well, what are you growing through? What okay? are you growing Because we're going to get through this. We're yes. not just going to go through. We're going to get through it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to be very transparent and vulnerable with you guys because that's what we're going to do. That's how you grow, right? You mm-hmm. got to be transparent, okay? So, if you know me and you don't know me yet, I am a researcher, okay? So, I am a Google queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I want to know something, I'm going to Google it. And anyways, and I'm also a podcast queen. I'm always looking at podcasts, always trying to find ways to grow. But recently, I have been very focused on just growing in a healthy way. Um, so I've been looking into just eating meat, you know, just doing research behind that and figuring out if it's actually really good for my body. After I had my first son, Bryce, who was five years old now, I started having like just really bad allergies, didn't know what I was allergic to. 
took blood tests, tried to figure it out, but never was really able to do that. And so I started just kind of going on my own journey to figure out, figure it out for myself. So the first thing I did was um, I recently went to a holistic doctor. They provide a full lab panel test for you, things that the your regular doctor and regular medicine, traditional medicine doesn't really do for you. A lot of times traditional medicine, like from what he was saying, is they just try to figure out, listen, are you dying? And if not, then, you know, you're good. But we're, they're not really going to go depth in depth of, you know, how you are in a healthy and just in a health wise. And so I decided that I was going to be pescatarian. OK, pescatarian, because I knew I couldn't give up salmon. I eat salmon all the time. I love my fish. But <laughs> one thing that I'm growing through is it's been a long week. I've only been pescatarian for a week. And listen, let's just say that God is good because. Baby steps of progress. <laughs> yes, even baby steps is progress. That's my that's my quote. That is the quote that I live by. And I think sometimes, you know, it's just very easy to go back to things that are very familiar to you. But in order to grow, you're going to have to get out your comfort zone. You can't always run back to what's familiar, and that's how you grow. So that's what I'm going through. I'm going to stick to it. You know, y'all help be my accountability, okay? <laughs> um, because my <laughs> husband, he's not helping me, okay? He ate wings and a uh, pepperoni pizza yesterday, and I'm just like, mm. okay. Wow. Wow. Let, let I thought we were going on this journey together. <laughs> I thought you loved me, too. But you know what? Okay. Also, I am also growing through not trying to force people to make the decisions that I make because I am that type of person. Like if I learn something new, I'm like, listen, Whole you ain't going to die and leave me with these two kids by myself. Okay. I refuse. So you're going to be pescatarian too. I'm like, you know what? Okay, God, let me just, let me just allow him to process. You know, you speak to him when you, you know, you feel ready mm-hmm. and when he's ready to become pescatarian, that's what's going to happen. But I'm, I'm praying. Yeah. I'm praying for you. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. We're growing. We're growing. We're through growing. It. Yes. So for me, I am growing through. Um, I'm in a current. People like using the word season. Mm-hmm. I think just the stage of the journey that I'm in right now of my life. I'm growing through how to handle and steward the more that God gives you. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to pray for something. It's another thing to walk in the prayer. And to realize that there's more that comes with more. So for myself, my my speaking schedule is picking up. It's a it's a it's actually an answered prayer that I thought at times would never be answered just because it just wasn't happening. And sometimes when stuff isn't happening, you tend to lose heart and you don't know if it was you or if it was God. But for me, um, the schedule is picking up. But with that schedule comes. a, a greater responsibility mm-hmm. on uh, time management, how you steward your your craft, um, how do you recover, how do you rest, how do we um, maintain our our yeah. schedule and family time, and when I'm home, I need to be home, and y- you know, yeah. like all of that, and um, yeah, just yeah. just navigating through. You know, I, I was in New York last weekend and came back home mm-hmm. off an hour of sleep. But realizing that it's easy to complain about a thing when you forget that you actually pray for it, mm-hmm. you know. That's so, so um, just, yeah, just learning how to navigate through the more and what mm-hmm. comes with that and growing through that and believing that, um, you know, stewarding where I'm at in the now so yeah. that I can be trusted even more with the next. So um, growing through it. 
scrolling so through. Good. Yeah. I think everybody is like captivated about having more, mm-hmm. but nobody really prays for God to prepare you for to be able to sustain it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably one of the biggest things because you don't just want more. You want to be able to sustain the more and have it not, you know, consume you. So that's so good. Yeah. 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 So, so we're giving all these gems, you're, you're, you're dropping gems. Um, but, but people don't know who we are. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want to get into who we are. Um, you know me. One of my one of my things that I say often when I meet people, um, my wife jokes a lot because she's just like, you can make friends with anybody. You know, Facts. I could make friends with a tree. You know, guys, we're just built different. You know, we see each other once. Hey, man, let me get your number. Let's, let's chop it up. We, we'll get breakfast. Women. Best friends next day. You know, it's a different story, you know. <laughs> Um, but for me, I, I'm big on relationship before function. So as you're watching this podcast, mm-hmm. I want us to build relationship, you know, a- again, it's virtual. I get it. It's social media, whatever. But through this, through this platform, you know, building a relationship, walking with us, getting to know us, who we are, mm-hmm. not just what we do, but who we are. I think that's important because oftentimes in society, we are more fixated on what we do. Like when you introduce yourself to someone, you might tell them your name, but automatically, Usually the next question is like, so what do you do? Um, because we mm-hmm. like to attach our identity to our craft, to our skill set, to our position, to our titles, yeah. um, to how much money we make. Like thinking that that's the thing that makes us. So, you know, let's let's get into that. Who 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 are we? Who who is who is Bria? Let's 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 do that. Who who are you? Okay. God, first of all, first of all, <laughs> what that that explanation that's a really deep question who Uh, are you that is it has it has there's levels to that yeah I don't know I feel like I'm still growing in who I am Mm -hmm. um I feel like the reason why people make their identity what they do is because they spend so much time doing what they do Mm. that they never really get time to really be introduced to themselves because most of their time they're doing something right Mm -hmm. So, but anyways, when it comes to my roles of who I am, I am a wife of seven years. So we got married in 2016. Mm-hmm. I am a mother of two boys. So a two-year-old and a five-year-old named Bryson Aiden. And I am an employee. So I work a full-time job in digital marketing for a hospitality management company. And I'm also a entrepreneur. So I own my own social media management business. I on a flipping furniture business. I just do a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I am a daughter of God, okay, most importantly. And I am really just growing in my relationship with God. Um, I feel like there has been a lot that has happened um, just with me really understanding my relationship with God and understanding that I am not just what I do within ministry because um, we have come from <coughs> – a long line of just being in ministry and just being in leadership in ministry. So, yeah. yeah. And, and give us, give us a little more context. Like, um, cause people aren't as familiar with, did you, did you grow up in church? Like how'd you grow up? Like what's, yeah. what's your, what's <coughs> your story guys. when it comes to like, so yeah, so I, people can, cause I think there's a lot of people that can relate to, yeah. to both of us. And, and there's going to be some things that I think you speak to, to a lot yeah. of women and just people in general. Yeah, so I did not grow up in church. Um, I think we were kind of the family. I don't know if anybody can relate, but we were just a family who went to church on Easter Sunday and Christmas. Did y'all um, go on Mother's Day? 
Yeah, sometimes <laughs> with my grandma. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, we I really just didn't know a lot about church. I just know that I always felt good when I was there. Like I have my mom and my dad, they always tell me this story. When I was a little girl, I was like around three or four and we were driving behind by a church and I started crying because I was like, I just want to go to church. Like, I just want to get into the house of church. I just want to go inside. And I remember they had to turn back around. They had to turn the car around and they had to actually go up to the door to see if the church was open. And they had to show me that it was locked so I could stop crying because it was something about being in the house, being in the presence of God that I just loved so much as a child. But I just didn't go very frequently because my parents just, you know, we just didn't go very much. But one thing I do can say is that, um, I used to always like look at Austin's life because he is a PK and be like, dang, I wish we would have just went to church like that. Hold up real quick for people who don't know what's a PK. What's a PK? Oh, a preacher's kid. So his father was a pastor. His father was a preacher. And I was like, dang, like, I really want that because maybe I wouldn't have gone through so much when I was in high school or just trying to figure out certain things at the beginning of college. And I realize so much more now that a lot of people, when they grow up in church, they learn religion before they learn who God is. Mm. And I can honestly say that because my relationship was so organic and I wasn't forced to it, forced into it, that I truly had a relationship with God at such a young age. And it was just from the most innocent, simple things. Like I think nowadays it's kind of like a trend to, oh, you got to do all these things to grow in your relationship with God. You got to read your Bible every single day. You know, you got to wake up, you got to pray at 5 a.m. And you got to do, and there's so many checklists of things that you have to do. And God makes it so simple for us. And I feel like we have overcomplicated things. And God is just like, listen, when you wake up, Listen, if you just want to talk to me, you can do that. If you're in your shower and you feel led to communicate with me, do that. Like, make it organic. Make it genuine. I don't have a checklist of the times of day that I need to talk to my husband. But because we have a relationship, I feel led to do that organically. It's a natural thing. And I feel like that's what God is wanting for a lot of us in our relationships. But we've made it a thing where it's it's on us, right? It's just like, this is what you do. There's a checklist of things. And... I really don't think it's supposed to be like that. But, yes, so I didn't grow up in church. Um, My relationship with God happened very organically. I remember being in high school, and there was this girl named, well, maybe I shouldn't say your name, but it was a friend of mine. And I was (laughs) – well, yeah. yeah. Well, there's this friend of mine, and I remember, like, I wasn't, like, a, a completely ratchet child growing up, but I did have my ratchet moments. <laughs> and I remember I used to always go to these house parties, you know, just twerking, drinking at a very young age. By the time I tw- turned 21, I had stopped drinking. That's how much I drunk when I was in high school. And anyways, I remember uh, – she was always cursing, but she actually sounded good cursing. I sounded terrible. Like, every time I cursed, my friends would be like, girl, like, stop. You don't even sound good doing this. Like, this is not you. you but she together, was right? the one who sounded great <laughs> at cursing. I was like, okay, all right. I never heard of that one, but we're going to use that one. And I remember she was in my psychology class. And the next summer, so that was the summer of my sophomore year. This When I got back to school my junior year, she was in my class. And I just remembered She was completely different. So that summer, we were twerking at parties, drinking and cursing and doing all this stuff. But when we came back to school, she was a totally different person. And I was just like, I just remember asking her, like, girl, what happened? Like, you don't sound the same. You don't look the same. You don't dress the same. 
you don't respond the same in certain situations. Like she would always used to like argue back and forth with her teacher, but the respect, the honor that she would give our teachers, our classmates, it was just like, she was completely different. And I was like, girl, what is, what is this? You can see the joy on her. Like, I'm not even making this up. Like, I could just tell something was different within her. And so she was like, well, you know, meet me at lunch, let me tell you. And she was the first person who told me about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And that was it. Like, gave my life to Christ. Um, and that was it. And it was such a, you know, just an organic situation, the way that it happened. It didn't happen in church. It just happened through a conversation with a friend of seeing God truly transform her life. Um, I knew it had to be nobody but God. Mm. Like, you know, when you see somebody and you know how they used to be, and then you see God change them from the inside out, you're like, you're a completely different person. When the Lord says that, listen, the old has passed away. You're like, Lord, like, she was completely new, so, yeah. That's cool. That's yes. cool. What about you? Who are you? Who is Austin? Who is Austin? That was a, like you said, that's that was a, that's a loaded question that mm-hmm. in the past I would have answered probably first by trying to say it by my function. Yeah. Um, Austin is a son. Austin is um, constantly growing. Austin is evolving. Austin is a father. He's a husband. He's a friend. He's a brother. Austin um, does things such as leadership development and organizational development. Uh, so helping building culture by building people and investing in the people. Austin is a speaker. Austin is a preacher uh, or teacher, teacher, preacher, treacher, whatever. Um, you better speak in third it, person. Is that a thing? <laughs> Austin is a chaplain. Um, okay. I, so I walk with. Pretty much with chaplaincy, I, I help walk with um, athletes, college and professional athletes, mm-hmm. um, emphasizing who they are off the court versus who they are on the court or on the field of play. So when we sit down and talk, we're not talking about basketball. We're talking about life. Um, we're talking about family. We're talking about navigating through the pressure of being um, at a high level with high demands and how do I not you know, do something crazy. You know, so just just someone who can be in their corner without wanting something from them. Um, so Austin is a person who loves building relationships. Mm-hmm. That's been who I've. That's that's my mom has said that that's that's been me since I've been young. So like yeah. when I used to have birthday parties, I would invite like my whole like all the classmates. Like I, I remember, <laughs> I used to feel bad for like not like leaving somebody off the list. Like it was like I was like you know in fantasy football where you trying to like figure out your draft board and everything. Like yeah. it was like a, it was like. <laughs> Cause I, I, I really value, I've, I've always valued relationships, mm-hmm. Like that's just always been me. Yes. And, um, I don't know where that comes from. I think that's just the way that God has wired me. Mm-hmm. My, my family has always been big on, you know, having people over and, you know, yeah. you know, making them feel at home. I, like Bria said, I'm a PK. So my parents are, are pastors. Uh, my dad's a pastor currently right now still. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting journey because what that being a PK, one, there's a there's an expectation that people have on your parents. Mm-hmm. There's an expectation that people have on the pastor or just people who are in ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And that expectation not only falls on them, but it falls on their children as well. Mm-hmm. So when you act up, people like, I'm going to tell you that. You know, it's just like that extra yeah. pressure that other kids don't get. So that not only happens in church, but it happened in school as well. So, you know, 
getting the good citizenship award like that was like a thing for me like <laughs> I know it sounds nerdy now but my life was like really built on performance um I I had a I have an athletic background so I'm a huge basketball junkie um as you see with my hat right now my Los Angeles Lakers fan um so <laughs> Maury talking junk in the back but it's okay you know but um you know being a basketball fan and just being an athlete growing up in the world of sports, this, the metric of success is based upon what you do on the field, on the court, and how many points you can score, what you can do on that specific um, field of play, mm -hmm. and getting a response from the crowd, you know, and your stats and everything. The issue with that is it works on the court, but it doesn't work in life, mm -hmm. you know. And I think we all have a metric of success that we're going by that may just be different than what God has for us. And I think the metric for success that God has for us starts with abiding in him, like you say, and being still and knowing that he is God. Mm -hmm. But even as the Bible says, like, don't conform to the pattern or the culture of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you know what his good and perfect will is, you know. So mm -hmm. for me, I chased a lot of am I good enough? You know, that that started in from a young age mm -hmm. um, to and that was even with having both of my parents in my life. But, you know, still feel like I had something to prove yeah. um, to them, to myself, to others. So, you know, where to have been in church, where to have been in school, where to have been in, in, in sports. Then, you know, you get to high school and, you know, trying to fit in into a school that was predominantly white. You know, trying to trying to find my, myself, trying to mm -hmm. find myself in college, where to have been with, um, you know, stuff with, you know, trying to get in fraternity, trying to in organizations, women, you know, just like it's, it's a pattern that because here's the thing, the pattern continues if you don't deal with it. Like if you don't get to the root of what it really is, it shows up in other areas of your life. Okay. Um, and, you know, for me, I'm doing kind of like a speed up version. But for me, you know, one of the big things was like ministry, like, am I enough? And, and you know, we'll talk about this in another episode. But just like for us, we had pastor to church in 2020. I don't know, like that. Yeah, in 2020, right? So somebody said, oh, God. Um, not knowing it was going to be a pandemic. Not knowing it's going to be the pandemic, but, you know, God just thing. just even am I enough? Mm -hmm. That was very loud and echoing in that place. And then when God shifts you from what you were comfortable or familiar with, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. and then takes you into the unknown without any warning, that's traumatizing. Yeah. That's traumatizing. We have to talk about that in the episode when we talk about just navigating new, but um yeah like who am I now I, I think I'm at a place where I'm starting to find my rhythm um in a a healthy rhythm uh and uh, in, in a way that's authentic to who I am and who God's made me to be not feeling like I have to fit into the box that others have tried to force me into mm -hmm. um but really just walking freely and doing it fun too yeah. you know and not having to apologize like Understanding I have full permission to be Austin. Yeah. I don't have to be anybody else. That's great. And um, my grandma has this nickname for me. I won't say the other side of the nickname. Oh. Don't you do it either. Oh, okay. But she said NBA, and it means nobody but Austin. Yeah. And she used to say, like, nobody but Austin, nobody Austin. But, like, now, like, that hits different, you know. And lately people have been given, like, words. But, like, part of the words have been, like, yo, just be authentically who you are. Because when you try to 
duplicate someone else, you miss the opportunity and block the blessing of just being you and letting God meet you in that place and partnering with him in this and yes. in, in that. So yeah, that's, that's who I am. And, and I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's, that's okay. us. Right. But like individually, um, what about, you know, how do, how do we meet, you know, you, you know, we said we got married, right? Yeah. So we are, who are we together? Yeah. Who are we together? That's a better way. Thank you. <laughs> Like, yeah, they were married. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so we are obviously married. We met in college. So we went to the Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina. <laughs> yes. The woo. <laughs> the woo. And we met, what, your last year in college? 2013. My junior year in college? Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we met at that time. Now, our parents actually live, we probably grew up around 15 to 20 minutes away from each other our whole lives. They still live about 15 to 20 minutes apart. But I'm like, God, you are so intentional with time because if I met you anytime sooner than when I met you, we're not here. (laughs) We're not here, okay? But we're here now. (laughs) But we're here now, so we just thank God. But thank God. Yeah, so we met in college, his, my junior year, his senior year. And I was doing a spiritual blog at the time with one of my friends. And I remember she told me, because you were doing a graphic design, you had a graphic design company at the time, and we were looking for a logo to be done. And so my friend reached out to Austin and was just like, hey, we need a logo for our blog. Are you willing to do it? And he said, yeah, but while they were trying to have this business um, thing going on, he was like, but your friend Bria, though, like, what's up with her? I was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because, <laughs> like, I did, I knew of Austin. Yeah. I didn't know him personally on that level. But I was just like, listen, I had just gotten out of not even a relationship, like a situationship. And I was like, this ain't, mm-mm. I don't need any of that right now. I need God to still work in me. I'm working through some things. And a relationship right now is just not in, no, it's not for me. But... Yeah. Later on down the line, you slid in my DMs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were asking about the logo. Mm-hmm. Never really worked out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we kept asking you to revise the logo, and I think you were kind of over it at the time. You were like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not doing this over again. Here's the thing. You were looking for a logo, but God gave you love. That's the word. Oh, we praise God. That's the whole word. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. So that's how it happened. <laughs> you slid in the DMs, It's and now we're here. No, now we're here. And of course, that's a, that's a, <laughs> a very fast, a very fast forward version, version. but mm-hmm. you know, we'll, I'm sure there'll be other opportunities for us to, to talk about the stories and yeah, cause you know, people love to say, did you, how did you know he was the one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely we'll go, in, we'll go into that. We'll definitely have to do that. <laughs> but here's the last thing I want to, I want to, to wrap up the conversation with, mm-hmm. you know, um, we've been kind of meddling with this and, you know, we had the YouTube channel before. And of course, like everyone has a podcast now. Like that's the that's the cool thing to do. Uh-huh. Like why why start this podcast? Like I like to hear your perspective, or if you want me to share mine. But like let's just kind of share why we decided to really do this, and, and you know what we're what we're what we're believing that's going to come out of this. Like what what are we? Um. Yeah, I feel like we started to do this podcast because we just wanted to be very transparent. Um, I don't think it was to compare ourselves to anybody. There's tons of like podcasts out here right now and mm-hmm. nobody really needs another podcast, but I just feel like it's something that God is calling us to do. Um, and I know everybody says that, but 
I feel like sometimes you just have to be obedient to God, even when you're like, God, why? You know, not another one. Because we have so many other things that we could be doing. But I also think that we just want to be very transparent. We don't want to come off as experts on any topic. And that's why the title of our podcast is Growing in Love. Because we're truly growing in every aspect um, that God has called us to. And we just want other people to grow with us. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm just excited to do this with you. I think it's going to be really good. Not because it's just us, but I think there's just... There's beauty and authenticity and vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to share with people the journey of becoming, mm-hmm. um, what we're figuring out. Like, it was different when we were married and doing the YouTube channel, and we were, like, freshly freshly married. Like, I don't think we had any business probably doing a channel, but now we've had a little bit more life, right? Mm-hmm. Have some kids, right. have some experiences. So to be able just to share that in an authentic way yeah. and to show people that, hey, like, yeah, this isn't. A solely a Christian podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a podcast about life, love, relationships, culture, all the above, whatever's on the table. Yeah. Um, but we are believers in Jesus Christ, and there's going to be that perspective as well. So yeah. uh, we're having fun with it. We're going to grow through this. We're going to learn through it, and hopefully, you continue to to journey with us on this podcast, growing in love. So Yay. thank you for tuning in on the first episode, and we hope to see you soon. Bye. Peace.